is time for peer pressure. Today's guest is Laura Pleasance, guitarist and vocalist of Savannah, Georgia's Kylesa. She'll talk about influences, traveling, life in general, and why she is so amazing. Thanks to Lita Martinez for editing the podcast and to Liz Berg for handling the other podcast duties. Stay tuned. A talk with Laura Pleasance is next. We're WFMU. Ladies and gentlemen, my special guest is Laura Pleasance, amazing guitar player and vocalist from Kailessa. You know, and it's funny because I always see you as a guitar player first. I don't know if that's really an insult. I'm sorry if it is. I do too. So so it's cool. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) And your vocal style has really progressed and you're doing some really beautiful things with your voice now. So I don't want to discount that at all. What's Kailessa up to? Just a quick... Well, we've got a lot of stuff in the works. Even though we aren't on tour, we are writing, um, starting to write for a new record. And then we're getting together some some older material together for some reissues because a lot of our uh, uh, older stuff is out of print on vinyl. Mm. And actually Carl and uh, Philip are in the studio right now working on some remastering, which is uh, cool. We've got a uh, the U.S. version of the split 7-inch with uh, Victims is out now on Death Wish. Oh, cool. Um, although it's, an, it's a much older song, but uh, we recorded it like last year and a half ago or something mm-hmm. um, and yeah just writing uh, I'm just playing a lot of guitar right now that's probably something that you like to do yes I do like Often. to do that. Um, and how long have you been playing guitar for Laura 15 years 16 years did you want to be in a band or did you want to play guitar first Oh, I think first I just wanted to play guitar, and then then I wanted to be in a band. But I definitely wanted a band, but I was very limited uh, in high school. So it wasn't until I moved to Savannah to go to school that I uh, was able to form a band, really. Oh, so limited, you mean just in terms of your surroundings and who you would be in yes. a band with? Yeah. I obviously want to talk about your influences. We've got a whole playlist of music here, so... Um, is there anything you want to say about this first track? And, I, and I'm not sure if it's really influential, influential or not. But uh. Uh, well, I love Judas Priest. They have a huge place in my. Um, so yeah, I would say best sleazy rock riffs ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love uh, some Priest, especially early Priest. Yes, agreed. Who was one of the more influential guitar players for you in terms of when you were really developing a style or what kind of things were you listening to a lot um, of? I would say um, Tony Iommi would, would have been like the biggest impact on me when I was in uh, first learning how to play. All I really wanted to do was be able to play power chords and uh, play riffs. I wasn't really interested in much else at the time. I just wanted to to rock and riff out. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a a good basis, a good way to start. Yeah. Laura is coming to us via Skype. She's got a killer playlist, so we're going to go back. Yeah, (laughs) because... And people are already posting. They're just saying saying that they love you. So, And you haven't even started to, to turn them on to anything 
to any music yet. So uh, we've got a little ways to go. It's just a mix. It's a mix of old faves, and uh, it's it's pretty random. But you know, some of them are, are are core favorites. I had a very limited amount of time to work with, so it's hard to choose. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. It's like. <laughs> and and thanks for doing the work to do it because oh no uh, problem yeah. it was fun I think we should probably go into the first song cool it, was there anything else you wanted to say about this particular track I saw Judas Priest for the first time ever last summer and they played this song and I was probably the happiest girl in the world yay. <laughs> My guest is Laura Pleasance from Kailessa. Her first DJ pick is Judas Priest, Victim of Changes. Please stay tuned, folks. So you just played Wishbone Ash for us. Yes. And uh, what is it, Wishbone Ash, for you? Uh, well, I really, really like their first record. And a friend of mine uh, sent it to me about a year and a half ago. We were talking. He's like, do you have that record? I said, no. And he goes, oh, my God, you got to have it. And he had another copy, and he, he sent it to me. And then immediately I was like, yep, this is amazing. Yeah. I just love uh, 70s rock, and the early 70s had a very kind of cool sound to it. And uh, this is an often overlooked band, an often overlooked record. It's quite good. Yeah, we've got some people who, uh, who are partial to Wishbone Ash uh, chiming in on the playlist here. And uh, and somebody says that uh, Nazareth ripped off this riff for <laughs> yeah for uh, the hard living B side. So <laughs> and uh, yeah, some some uh, great stuff here. So um, my guest is Laura from Kailessa, and uh, I am distracted. God, there's a, there's, a, there's a million things going on here. Struggling and of things. And and uh, so I want to thank you for being here. And um, just a little bit. So where are you from originally? I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. And uh, and how long have you been in the Savannah area? Because that's where Kailesa is pretty much based. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. I moved here in 1996. Oh, oh, okay. That seems like it's recent, but it's actually not. If you that look was at a long calendar. time ago. It seems yeah. like a lifetime ago. Right, right. And <laughs> uh, so when you guys. Um, was there like a a uh, w when you started Kailessa and I know that you are one of the founding members of the band mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. was there an actual sort of concept for the band or well loosely yeah um, you know it was members it was Brian and Philip who I was good friends with it was those guys and their drummer Christian um, uh, Philip's previous band Damned 
And, um, you know, I was just really good friends with Philip. And then uh, he, we wanted to start a band together. Damon was kind of dissolving. So the, the core of Kailasa was, you know, kind of continuing in that uh, vein uh, of heavy music that Damon was doing. But we also wanted to have it uh, be free of uh, boundaries um, and just kind of keep it heavy, but do whatever we wanted um, and experiment and play whatever and uh, not feel like we're confined to a certain style. And I think that's kept us, um, that's been a really good kind of path for us because we're free to do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. Basically, we're not, uh, you know, writing ourselves into a corner necessarily. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing about you guys. You're you're so, um, there really is a lot of like, you're generating you know, like new sounds in a new way. It's almost like you have to listen to Kailessa in a new way every time you put out a record. <laughs> you know, there's definitely some truth to that. Yeah, there's, it's it's not it's not the expected um, thing. And there's a lot of bands that just you know remake their first record over and over again. And you are by far one of the bands that does not at all. And uh, and thanks for that because it it's it's so you know it's it's really very. Uh, exciting like oh they've got a new record out like you're oh my god your last what well, certainly keeps it exciting for us uh you know especially since we've been together for so long i can't imagine writing the same record over and over and over it would uh just we're such big fans of music and just love all sorts of music i think it would be personally just boring to uh try to recreate something over and over again and plus like I was a totally different person when we wrote our first record. I was a lot younger and um, inexperienced and in a different uh, mindset than I am now. You mm. know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and like y your records are just so organic and they just move. I mean, the way you know the way humans change, kind of, and that's and that's sure. a, it's a real gift that you give us. Are, do you hear from people um, or or like? every time you put out another record I can't imagine that you would lose fans but are there people who really still want to hear the older style sure I mean I think you know part of the neat thing about our band is that we have fans um, from all walks of life um, and you know some like the heavier sludgier dirtier stuff and then some like you know our spiral shadow the best uh, mm -hmm. you know um and that is their so latest kind of record depends on who you ask mm -hmm. and spiral shadow is the most recent record that came out i guess last year on season to miss and the the packaging of it is amazing and like i just remember looking at it for the first time just being like wow 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 it's, yeah it's we so wanted to make gorgeous and uh, and and uh, and you guys are doing, or at least at sometimes you guys do visuals live. Yeah, we've been doing visuals live for um, well since we released Battle Shadow. We started doing uh, visuals. Mm -hmm. What uh, what prompted that? Well, we just wanted to make it more of an experience. Um, the way you know, when I go see a band, I want to really experience them. That doesn't necessarily mean I need to see something. I mean, oftentimes I'm really bored if a band has visuals. It just it depends on the band and the visuals. Um, it's not like we're doing um, films or anything. It's just kind of um, patterns of of the album art. 
mm-hmm. and just so that it's more it creates more of an atmosphere um, than anything else. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and, um, and I want. Oh, is there a, a a meaning to the name Kailesa? Yes, it comes from a Buddhist term. Um, it means demons of defilement. Oh, wow! I guess I should have looked that up. <laughs> but and, and it's spelled differently. Oh, got it. It's spelled K-I-L-E-S-A. Mm. Somebody wants to know, I, so I just posted a picture of you. I've got the online playlist here, and it's a picture of you playing guitar, and you're wearing um, these sort of like mid-calf level cowboy boots with fringe on them. <laughs> okay. And somebody wants to know where you got the boots from. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got them at a um, consignment shop. Awesome. Savannah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And uh, somebody also wants to know what um, what guitar effects you use. Oh, so many. So many. And it depends on the tour. It depends on the album. But generally, I keep it, I, you know, I keep a wah on my board, uh, a delay, a phaser, um, you know, a fuzz, a chorus, sometimes an octave. But delays and uh, phasers uh, are my favorite. And uh, somebody wants to know, how is it being the new band that it's okay for NPR listeners to like? Say that again? Um, somebody wants to know, how is it uh, being in a band that is okay for NPR fans to like? I guess that just depends on what you think of NPR. Uh, I mean, I like NPR. Mm-hmm. I listen to NPR. So I think that's uh, fine. Cool. Cool. Very good. Um and you know, and I wanted to to just ask you um, about your what's your preference for venue size? And I just want to preface that by saying, like, I've seen you in ABC No Rio, and I've seen you in huge festivals, and I think that the band is really different depending on the size of the festival. It I mean, really the, the is yeah. uh, different. Um, you know, the stage has a lot to do with it. If I'm really cramped. And I can't move. It, it kind of bums me out a little bit if I'm tripping over everything. Mm-hmm. But if I have if I have room, um, I'm probably going to play better, and perform better. Um, you know, I'm always happy if there's a good PA. Uh, but you know, that said, I love the intimacy of small rooms. Um, but you can have a good PA in a small room. Um, I do love. Uh, you know, we played a house show last year that was completely chaotic but awesome it, it brought me back to uh, our early tours and uh, we had a blast mm. um, but you know and I love playing festivals too they're just uh, they're, it's just every they're just uh, different energy and um, they you know I think you know your surroundings affect you so um, I think we're going to sound different in a, in a living room or a small club or a 2000 seater venue or a festival it's just different and then is there something, like when you know you're playing someplace large, is there a different kind of preparation for that? Um, I mean, aside yeah, from you know, the visuals. Well, or... mainly just uh, the importance of a good sound guy, a good sound engineer, mm. uh, really, really comes into play. Mm-hmm. I guess because what I've gotten from seeing you on a bigger stage is there's something about, like, some bands have a harder time walking into a larger setting, and you guys do not. Um and, I feel very comfortable. I mean, I'm I'm free to move. I can hear everything. I can hear everybody, and that is really key: is is hearing what's going on. If I can't hear anything, um, it, it just you know, 
have to concentrate more on what I'm playing um, with memory and not like, you know, just, you know, enjoying myself and hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, so for, for that reason, I enjoy a big stage and I like seeing people in a o- big open space and uh, everyone having a good time and uh, it's cool. My guest is Laura Pleasance from Kailasa and uh, she's guest DJing today. And the next song, do you want to talk about this next song? Oh, this is an old, um, well, everyone knows the Beatles, um, but, and I, you know, of course, I've been listening to Beatles more or less forever, but it wasn't until a few years ago that I really, really started to appreciate their brilliance. And this is off uh, one of my favorite records, and it's one of my favorite songs. So we're going to hear next, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, from the Beatles, programmed by my guest today, Laura Pleasance, and we will be back. And that is, of course, While My Guitar Gently Weeps by the Beatles. And uh, Laura Pleasance from Kailasa is my guest here. And uh, we've got a, was there anything else that you wanted to say about that, uh, the Beatles track? No. Okay. Other than that, it's a great track. It is, it is. And what was some of the earliest stuff that you really, um, that really influenced you? Like as a child? Yeah. Yeah, do you have, like, memories of listening to music at home? and? Well, Guns N' Roses was a really, really, really big door opener for me when I was, like, in grade school. Um, and so Appetite for Destruction was, like, really important um, record for me in that respect. And, um, you know, later on, and shortly later on, it was Metallica. And um, then I got into pretty heavily Led Zeppelin and Jane's Addiction. Um, And then I went into the attic and got my mother's record collection and got a lot of uh, stuff like uh, Hendrix, The Doors, Donovan, uh, Rolling Stones, um, some good uh like motown um so i you know i jammed on a lot of that stuff mm. uh, as well w- was there any record that um especially from you know generations ahead of you that you kind of discovered in your own way that really was impactful it, black sabbath mm. i i can't even remember how i first heard them but um when i did first hear them it was it hit me like a lightning bolt and everything just kind of made sense Wow. Nice. Do you remember what the first Black Sabbath record you listened to was? Oh, I was paranoid. Mm. Very cool. And uh, so we have a... Uh, uh, and what was the first concert you ever went to? Well, I, I guess it would have been Danzig. 
Um, I'd seen like local shows and snuck into some local shows, but like the you know no one really came to my town. So, um, or you know my parents would let me go because it was a school night or whatever. <laughs> um, so I saw Danzig on the Thrall Demon Sweat live tour. So that was like right after Danzig Three had come out, mm-hmm. and um. It was killer. I loved Danzig. Uh, as also like Misfits, Danzig, and Sam Hain were huge, huge, huge bands in my uh, life during high school. Nice. Did you go see those that tour? The uh, the tour that Danzig was doing with uh, playing Sam Hain songs and playing Danzig and playing Misfits songs. Uh no, but I sure as hell heck wanted to go. It happens. It happens. And, uh, I, you know, I didn't, I don't know if I heard any reviews about that, those shows or not. Um, I didn't go. But, uh, yeah, Danzig definitely has his, his place, his little corner in uh, punk rock and rock history. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And um, I wanted to just go back to your, like, the last record is just such a... Um, uh, Spiral Shadow, Kylos's Spiral Shadow is such an amazing release, and and it's so um, it's so well packaged. How much of that? Um, I mean, what what would you say like your role in the band is, and from all aspects in terms of musical and you know whatever business and. Um, well, uh, Philip and I are the main songwriters. I mean, we're pretty much just creative partners. Uh, he and I are. Um, and, you know, so we, we're all, you know, we're both very involved with the, the artwork and presentation. Um, we're involved with, you know, kind of uh, what we're going to do. He's definitely better at crunching numbers than I am. And I'm and I um, am pretty good with people. So we, we use that as well uh, to our advantages. I'm terrible at math and he's good at it. So that works <laughs> when you're trying to like um, do a bunch of number crunching or whatever. But, um, uh, you know, my main focus is just, you know, main, you know, writing and playing. Mm-hmm. Don't care about the business stuff as much. Philip is better at that than I am. Oh, very cool. But you know, we discuss everything before we make uh, any moves. And uh, and there and is there a lot of um, other personnel not in the band that's uh, that makes decisions for you guys or or advises you? We have a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a manager and we have a you know, booking agent for the U S and then a booking agent for, uh, Europe. So, cool. but we still are very much self-contained and, um, we certainly make all of our decisions. Yeah. Well, and you give that impression too, because you're always playing a variety of venues. It's like, you kind of never know, you know, it, it's, it's sort of, it's almost as if you, you sometimes go back to a venue cause you like the venue, even though like your audience could be much larger in that city. Yeah, and I, I guess I've just seen that, you know, from. Time well, yeah, there's so many variables, you yeah. know. It's just yeah. when it comes to that mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, who would you say that you have gotten the opportunity to open for? That's really been a thrill for you, and that maybe more than one band, but. Oh, several. Um, 
uh, like touring or just one-off shows? Um, whatever. Whatever just comes to your mind is like a really great experience and, you know, sort of almost really being honored to um, to get to open. Uh, certainly uh, playing uh, under Neurosis mm. um, is pretty spectacular. Um, done uh, a tour with Clutch, um, which was really, really great. Um, touring with Masson was cool a few years ago. Um, you know, those are just the, the bands I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's been many, though, especially when it comes to festivals and one-off shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. The festival thing. It's like, oh, my God, this one's on the bill. Like, yeah. That would be almost distracting, I would think, for me. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, we got to play? <laughs> All these other bands. Has there, have, you, have you ever had that, like, like, really wanted to watch somebody, but you had to play instead on, like, another oh, stage? So many times. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah ouch. That's the, uh, I, well, then I was going to ask you like best and worst, like, um, thoughts or experiences on the road. And I'm, and I guess if you, if it's one of the, your favorite bands and you're like, wow, we're playing opposite them. That's great. But I don't get to see them. That could be in that category. I would say like the worst conditions are, you know, if, if, I don't know, if it's just kind of dismal, uh, if your traveling situation isn't good, or if you break down and, you know, uh, you're stuck someplace for a while. Um, uh, probably one of the highlights, though, uh, was was going to fly, was flying to Greece for the first time. Uh, we, we were with Torch on a summer tour, and we flew to Greece. None of us had ever been. And we played a, a music festival in Athens um, where... Uh, we played with Down, um, Macedon, and um, Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of like in front of this mountain, and it was beautiful, and everyone was so happy and stoked. And the food was amazing. And then, you know, I got to meet Phil from uh, Down. And, I, you know, as a, as a kid, Pandera was like this huge... Uh, like favorite you know it was like my favorite metal band and so it was cool it was really it was really rad yeah that was an amazing we- i was there actually I, w- I was there that weekend and i remember seeing you play in front of that mountain which was yes it was totally. so beautiful yeah. yeah and it was like the wind was blowing and the weather was perfect and i was like i don't know how this could be any better yeah yeah and then and uh and that weekend i got to meet biff from saxon yeah, <laughs> like oh my god, it's Biff. <laughs> yeah. And I also saw like Lita Ford's dressing room was near ours, but I didn't get, I didn't see her. But I was like, no shit. Yeah, that those are the moments that uh, that really kind of, and there's there's short moments, but they're just sort of like observations and experiences. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, and uh, so we're gonna go. Um, you've got uh, wow, we ha- we have some music to get to. And uh, you, we've got yeah, a set of like get to this music. <laughs> we've got. Uh, um, I'll, I'll speak briefly about them, maybe afterwards, or before. Doesn't well, matter. Let's talk about the first song, and then. Uh, All right, we'll this is one of my. This takes me back to when I first moved to Savannah, 
um, his hero is gone. They were a Tennessee band and um, played Savannah a few times. They played with uh, Damn It a lot. And uh, this was one of my favorite records, uh, Monuments to Thieves, of that uh, time period. And then after that, we have uh, my all-time favorite Savannah band, uh, oh. Unpersons with Temple of Defeated Sweat. It's off of uh, Third, um, a CD that if people do not have, they should do themselves a favor and purchase. Um, and then after that, we got one of my, a uh, couple of my all-time favorite punk bands. Awesome. That'll just be a surprise. All right. So uh, my guest is Laura Pleasance from Kailasa, and we're going to listen to His Hero Is Gone next. Please stay tuned. So we are back with uh, Laura Pleasance 
as uh, my guest and guest DJ. And you are listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WFMU.org. And uh, so we just heard, you want to back announce those songs? Yes, what well, we, we just heard uh, COC with What off of their debut album, Eye for an Eye. And uh, originally I wanted to play the version with Mike singing, but I was not specific enough with Miss Diane. You know, actually, so, she was specific enough, and I thought that I had the right song. <laughs> <laughs> but both versions were super cool. Um, and I got into COC uh, a long, long time ago and uh, loved them. And before that, we had Rudimentary P&I with the Cloud song off of their album Death Church, which is a seminal uh, UK punk record. Oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. And then next, we've got, uh, I'm going to do a Kylesa song, and I just thought it would be neat to play the very first song we put out, the A-side to our first 7-inch called uh, Point of Stillness. Very cool. And, and, and can we talk about Unpersons for a little bit? Because in that set was His Hero is Gone, Unpersons, yes. Rudimentary Peni, and uh, Corrosion Conformity. Yeah, Unpersons. Uh, um, you know, well, I guess I should mention that Carl, who was the drummer for Unpersons, uh, is the drummer for Kylesa and has been with us since uh, 2006. Oh, wow. And uh, Unpersons um, are now, you know, are now defunct, but uh, we're a great uh, Savannah bands, um, and these guys probably formed their band when they were 14. I think their first 7-inch r- came out when they were 17, mm. and, um, wow. you know, they're just, were young kids playing great music that was kind of ahead of its time, and it's, uh, good. It's, uh, one of, yeah, like I said, my favorite Savannah band, and then before, you know, His Hero's Gone, another seminal act, uh, from the late 90s. Yeah. Of course, uh, now a lot of those guys are in tragedy. Yeah. So the, Rock and roll. The little, the rundown, and, uh, and so your first, so Point of Stillness that we're going to get to was the, um, uh, your first 7-inch? Seven 7-inch, seven yep. It was the A-side to the first 7-inch we put out. And it came out in, I think, 2002. And how long have you guys been together for? Since 2001. Hmm. And we recorded this in 2001, but I don't th- it didn't come out until 02. And um, I, I did want to mention there was a question for from a listener, and Laura and I discussed this a little bit off mic. They wanted to know about um, they they wanted to know what what it's like for you as a woman, you know, in a band like going on you know big tours and 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 pretty much being. I mean, you're you're a life a lifestyle musician, right? I mean, you. Um, well, it's not easy, but I don't think it's necessarily easy for anybody. Um, right, unless, and that's, yeah. Unless you're just swimming in money. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and there is something about, like, that conversation about, you know, what's it like for a woman musician, and because you've never been a male musician. Right, it's hard. I was, like I was telling you, Diane, it's, it's I only have my perspective, and of course, my perspective is uh, just a woman's perspective, so I don't have the perspective of a male. Um, but, you know, it is different being around guys all the time. I do know that I make a point when I come home to focus on hanging out with my lady friends uh, because uh. <laughs> <laughs> they are missed when I am uh, 
just uh, around dudes uh, 24-7. Yeah. But, you know, it's 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 cool. I mean, I, I love what I do. And um, there's certain, of course, there's challenges um, with the lifestyle. Um, but I think everyone faces those challenges. And maybe maybe it's a little more delicate for a woman. Um, I don't know. Well, and it only may be because there's a smaller percentage of women you know, it's like you go to festivals and so, every so often there's no, like, showers for women. Like, Yeah, that I mean, that just certainly that kind of basic stuff mm -hmm. um, can get on my nerves, you know, because I do like to shower every day and... Imagine that. Just be a clean lady. <laughs> but, um... And that's just really, it's a human thing and, and yeah, people and then, are and weighing out also, the odds. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of guys who want to shower every day, too. But there's also plenty of guys who are like, oh, yeah, I didn't shower the whole tour. Yeah, um, those are not the guys you want to be on <laughs> tour with. <laughs> but, you know, I'm often, like, mistaken as, like, the tour manager or the merch girl or, mm. you know, something like that. You get called Little Lady? Hey, Little Lady, where's your band? Uh, I'm sure I have. And it, and I just... <laughs> I've, I'm from the South, so I've been called, you know, Sweetie and Darling my whole life. Right, so yeah. I, yeah. So that actually probably time. works for you. It's probably just like a... It may be more of like a comfort thing, like, uh-huh, yes, and now I'm going to kick your ass anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, well, good, because I, um, yeah, we talked about that, and, it, and it's sort of like you have nothing to compare it to. And, yeah, women, especially in, I mean, in heavy, you know, really heavy music, playing in big places, are a minority. Um, I know when I, I do know, let me interject that when I see other women playing, I generally gravitate to them and want to talk to them. Because um, mm -hmm. I'm excited that there's another girl around that's, you know, involved in what I, you know, a similar scene that I'm involved in. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so um, the next thing we're going to listen to is Point of Stillness, and it's... Uh, Brings me back. Yeah, so let's see where we're at. And uh, my guest is Laura from Kailessa. And uh, the listeners just love you. They're just posting, really love Kailessa, love Laura. You know, so thanks for being here. And we'll be back in a little bit. Thank you.
uh, here we are. We are back. Laura? Yes. Yes. So uh, let's talk about that, that mechanical man, that Gary Newman guy. That was Mr. Gary Newman with films. Yes, that was off of the Pleasure Principle. And I do love me some Gary Newman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> really, <laughs> really great. Just one of those sort of, and, and, and from so long ago. God, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. His, his, I love his, his stuff. And uh, uh, prior to Mr. Newman was Loop with Fade Out. Mm-hmm. Um, a different but uh, also great uh, group. Um, uh, I really, really love uh loop and the kind of music that they play and i love kind of you know that whole genre of like swirly guitars and uh, just really trancey and kind of drugged out sounding yeah and i uh, um i would guess that that at least that that sound is is uh is something that you draw from playing guitar Yes, I'm. I'm far more interested in sounds than I am sounds and texture. I guess more than um, technicality mm-hmm. or um, a flurry of notes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just what draws me to the music and makes more sense to me. Um, and uh, the, the the images you can create with the with the, with sounds and texture. Um, are very interesting to me as a guitar player and musician. So, um, so then, in light of that, when you're um, when you're writing, and you know, and I don't, I don't know how much you really uh, improvise when you're on stage, um, but I guess because of the the texture and um, you know the effects that you use and stuff, is a <laughs> lot of the things that you write sort of they they almost disappear. Uh, like once you've played them, you may not necessarily play them again or the same way or. Oh, um, sure. I mean, I, I, I change it up, um, some, but I keep it, I keep live. I keep it primarily same. Um, okay. Or if I use a bunch of crazy effects and a different amp in the studio, you know, I'm not gonna be able to emulate that sound exactly live. So I'll, um, change it up a little bit for a live setting. Right. And so now you've been a guitar player for for a pretty long time. Um, do, do you ever find that that your proficiency actually gets in the way sometimes, like like that you're better and better and better? Like I'm not still- very proficient. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, and that may be just the way that you view yourself. But because going with playing an instrument for that long and that steadily, I mean, Kailessa's you know, on the road a lot, you know, and you've got an output that's really regular. So you, you, you play often and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say that you are proficient, but I, <laughs> but I guess if you say that you're not, then I guess it wouldn't get in the way. But, um, and, and did you learn guitar in like a, in a, in a, like a typical way? Did you take lessons or? Um, you know, I took lessons briefly um, but I wasn't interested in learning how to read music at the time. I, you know, I, you know, now I wish I had learned more theory and read, you know, could read music, but I just wasn't, couldn't be bothered with it. 
Um, I was more interested in, you know, being a teenager and uh, turning on my lava lamp and <laughs> and making sounds. Cool, cool. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? That completely translates to like your live show now. Like it absolutely does. Like it's perfect. You know, <laughs> you know. So yeah. So so that has uh, that comes through to um, to everybody who sees you. Yeah, you know, because sometimes people do get hung up in being so good that they can't necessarily relax. And I wouldn't say that your earlier work is more primitive, um, but there's probably less exploration in it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's more. Or, or or the exploration is somehow limited. I'm definitely a better musician than I am when we started. Kailasa is my first serious band. You know, I was in a few other bands while I was going to school, but nothing really serious. And they were different sounding as well. You know, I've learned a lot about music and writing music uh, as, you know, the years have gone by. My skills were a lot... A lot more basic when I first started playing with uh, Philip. And did you feel any constraint because of that? Were there things that you actually wanted to express that that uh, you were unable to? Yeah, and yeah, I was just trying to exp- explore. You know, kind of come into my own style as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Cool. Um, and then we had a question about. Uh, Krautrock and and where Krautrock has a place if Krautrock has a place in in your heart uh, it or- sure does and uh I was going to put a uh, can on the playlist but um I had to cut some songs due to time um I do love the Krautrock um very much so I listen to it a lot actually mm. yeah what do you listen to like when you're unwinding like, do you have a couple of those, like, go-to records or go-to genres, even? If I'm unwinding, it's uh, a lot of very chill electronic music or, um, yeah, some Krautrock, like Can or Ashra Temple or um, just, yeah, chill music. And what if you what if need you- to uh, to get something, like, what if you're cleaning or doing, like, having to get something done slayer is the best music to clean to wow uh, <laughs> really loud <lovely. laughs> very good i like that um let's see i'm just gonna look over this da, 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 da. okay just wanted to check the playlist make sure there were no no questions that we overlooked um so do you want to introduce the next song Sure. Next song we have by a British band called Still Corners with Velveteen. Um, uh, I was just turned on to this band recently and got this record. And I really like this kind of music. And I think this is uh, like, uh, this is very mellow. So uh, I was unwinding to this last night, actually. Um and then after that, we're going to have a little bit of Red Fang, yes. uh, My Love Dearly. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not only a great band, but they are uh, great people. And uh, I love watching them play, and uh, we've toured with them and stuff. And then after that, hopefully we'll have time for some Fugazi, which I really wanted to put on this playlist because uh, 
they've been very important to me um, for many, many, many years. And we will get to to all of those. And uh, my guest is Laura Pleasance from Kailasa. And uh, we're going to listen to some still corners now. So please stay tuned, folks.
Pretty, some Fugazi there, chosen by Laura, Laura Pleasance of Kailessa, who is here, patient, and uh, and hanging out doing some DJing today. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, and so we were just talking about the um, that that CD or that release, that Fugazi release, the argument, and uh, and Laura pointed out that there's two drummers. Yes, I saw them in '99. Um, before the argument came out, and uh, they had uh, the band opening for them was this band Farrakut, uh, who were quite good. But and the drummer from that band was uh, played at, uh, second drums with Fugazi, um, but was kind of side stage um, and didn't play on every song, but just played on some of the songs. Mm-hmm. And um, you you can certainly hear his presence on uh, uh, the argument. Yeah, and, uh, and which is uh, which is one of their best records, I think, and it's the last one they did. Mm-hmm. And um, and at what point did Kylosa start using two drummers? Two thousand six, mm-hmm. late two thousand five, early oh six. Yeah, what a uh, what a massive change. Just, it, I think that that really sort of had you guys go from you know rock band to like force, <laughs> you know. Just well, it does. It is uh, pretty pummeling live to, when you have two drums. Yeah. Full kits. Yeah. And uh, cool. And then uh, and before that, uh, we heard from Red Fang. Um, and I just have to to thank Laura because I I actually hadn't heard that, and I know that everybody people are posting like, oh yeah, that that video by Red Fang is so great, and it really is great. And if you haven't seen it, you need to go on YouTube. You should see it. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Probably the the best music video I've ever seen. So that song is Wires. And uh yeah, so thanks for uh for turning turning me personally onto that. Well if well Diane, if you you have to see their video for prehistoric dog if you have Okay. Because right. it's um really amazing. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you anything more than that. Okay. All right. And so, and listeners, you have to see the video for Prehistoric Dog by Red Fang also. Just uh, because if I have to see it, you have to see it. And and, and Laura won't steer you wrong. You know. <laughs> and uh, and Laura, I love having you here. You know, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I just, you know, it's... it's In some ways, it's like, wow, like like this amazing guitar player and there's a certain amount of um of uh i mean i have a super duper amount of respect for you for for doing what you do and accomplishing what you what you have um and then just to to really have that sort of filter down into a playlist is is amazing and it's and it's really a gift and uh you know thank you for your for just making the time to do this because folks and i've said this before on the show but like it takes it takes a crap load of time to actually figure out the playlist and sift through this and sift through that and you know she's sitting here for an hour and a half on the phone and uh i know your car's getting fixed but uh <laughs> and it's perfect well, like i said it's been a it's been a pleasure so yeah so thanks and thanks for what you bring to the music world you know through the vision and uh, the creativity of kylesa because one of those bands that I just think is going to be really just known for for breaking all types of barriers. It's like every record is like, oh, God, what are they doing next? You know, so thanks really for being part of that and for really generating that every time and for not putting out the same record 
you know, and, and you know what? And it would have been fine if you put out the same record over and over again. <laughs> well, thank you for being able to appreciate that and not wanting the same record. Over yeah. And over. yeah. Yeah. I got that. So, and then one person wants to know if there would be a, uh, a Matt Pike and, uh, and Laura duet. I think that, um, it's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send us to the studio and we'll do it. There you go. <laughs> All you have to do is ask. And then the, um, we're going to go out with um, this last song that gonna Laura. Go has. out with a fun little number by <laughs> Red Dons called Too Sick. And uh, what do you want to say about the Red Dons? Uh, great punk band. Um, it's members of this band were in uh, The Observers, and I fell in love with The Observers. Uh, I don't know, whenever that came out, several years ago. Mm. And I've been following them since, and it's. Stuff. Do you, and where are these guys from? I uh, think it's Portland. Very Thank good. You. And uh, so my guest has been Laura Pleasance from Kailessa. And uh, if you, if, you know, we played one Kailessa song and I actually played something earlier. Um, and if you don't know her music, you should definitely invest that and uh, invest in doing that. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, thank you so much for being here. And Thank uh, you so much, and thanks, everyone, uh, for listening. And we're going to go to the Red Dons next. Let's see, where is it? It's over here. And, uh, okay, we shall return. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> 